Hey everyone, and welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast for growing and scaling your laser engraving business. We're dedicated to helping you learn how to perfect your craft, and we're going to teach you all the latest technology and tips to take your laser engraving business to the next level. So whether you're trying to expand your current laser engraving business, or you're just getting into lasers, this is the podcast for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast if you're looking to grow your laser business or get started with laser, it doesn't matter. This is the place you want to be for all of the relevant information. Uh, I've got the normal crew here. We've got Tacky. Hey. We've got Tony. Hey. And we've got Patrick. Hello. And uh, today we've actually got a really interesting interview. So uh, we're going to jump right into the interview. It's with Rick at DV Laser. He's out of Texas. And uh, we're going to talk to him all about how he's running his laser business, how he's managing things, his experience with a couple different laser companies and systems. Uh, and it's, it's really, really good information. So uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the interview. Thank you so much for watching, guys. I hope you enjoy the, uh, the interview here. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. All right, guys. So uh, you are getting access now to the first ever laser source interview, and we've got Rick from DV Laser joining us. Uh, where Where hey, are you Rick. from, Rick? Hey, I'm Rick. in Bastrop, Texas. Texas. We got another Texan because we don't have enough of those. I think I think the majority <laughs> of the fiber lasers in the United States are in Texas. That's really cool, man. So. Can you can you tell us because I just I mean we chat about laser on the Discord all the time, but we don't too often go into like what people are actually like doing with them. Do you like own your own business? Is it is it a yes. shop type situation? What do you guys do over there? Yeah, uh, I mostly do uh, laser engraving tumblers. I just within the last uh, month got into fiber, so um, for me it was. You know, I would get calls saying, hey, can you do block, you know? And I'm like, well, I mean, let's take firearms. Well, no, not really, not yet. I didn't have a fiber then. Right. Now I have a fiber. Mm-hmm. Now it becomes a point of, well, I got to get NFA, which, you know, I got to check with my HOA and all that other funny, happy horse Same stuff. Same here. Same here. And, you know, and it's like, you know, there, but... I'm able to do so much more uh, that I was not able to do. You know, can you do silver? No, I can't because I don't have fiber. Can you do this? No. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, boss lady pretty much said, you know, okay, let's bite the bullet and let's do this. And yeah, it really, it hurts so bad when you have to turn work away. There's like no worse feeling in, in well, the world. Well, I think the worst one is to tell a customer, yeah, I can do it. And then you realistically, you can't. Mm-hmm, I'd rather mm-hmm. turn someone away and say, I'm not set up for that yet. Give me, oh, say X amount of time. I'll be able to do it or refer them to a, another laser in, uh, the, yeah. in, in the area. That way they're going to be like, wait a minute, he just turned me away. But he pointed me to someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I'd rather do that than to do something completely uh, different and you know lie to the customer as to what I'm actually capable of doing. Yeah, we we do that pretty often over here, actually. Too, um, I think I I probably see a lot more volume than you guys, but we really often get these like jobs where people are like, I've got eight feet of steel and we need a giant sign engraved on it. And I'm not just like, no, I can't help you have a nice day. But we there's another local company down by us named Smidgens and they're set up for more like the manufacturing and industrial side of like mm-hmm. the laser world, you know? And I, I send people to them. They're by competition, I want to have big lasers that can do the work that these customers are asking for, but you have to serve the customer, you know, and just saying, no, take a hike and hanging up isn't serving the customer. So getting them somewhere where they can get their work done, I think it's really important. And they're going to remember you gave them that connection in the future when they need something else for sure. 
Um, you, you said you were doing tumblers mostly, so do you have a CO2 as well? Yes, I, I do. About have, to ask that. Yeah, I have, a, uh, I have an AP2816 uh, CO2 laser open concept. Um, basically, I've done everything from business cards to a, a Jack Daniels barrel and lid under it. Hmm. So uh, now, yes, it's not. It, it, it is technically a Chinese laser, but it's not. Price-wise, mm -hmm. it is not. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty much, you know, all the guts, pretty, depending on, you know, it's kind of like TVs of old. The only thing that's different is the casing, you know, whenever right. it comes down to the, the technology that's inside. Um, you know, just to, this is pretty much my, my coffee mug generally. Hmm. And, oh, nice. Nice. But, you know, you know, they've been my, yeah, there, there it is right there. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll post some stuff on there. And then, of course, doing, you know, koozie type of stuff. Um, Very cool. But so have you have you been tempted at all to mess around with tumblers on the fiber laser? Or are you contented yeah, using the CO2? Yeah. It, the, yeah. I, welcome I had, to the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> welcome to the game. No, um, I have been tempted on it you know the class that i went to uh for my laser it was uh i watched the the pain that was and it's like okay the only reason why i was wanting to do it is so i could do stainless steel and i thought i could do it in one pass type of thing like i do on my co2 yeah and it's like dude this is painful to watch <laughs> It's and, painful to do. Yeah, it's painful and, to do, yeah. And, you know, you got to calculate this. You got to downgrade that. You got to, and I'm like, oh, my God, my math skills are not that great. What do <laughs> I, I just, do? I just use my CO2, man. I mean, I know I'm yeah. perfectly capable of using the fiber to do tumblers, but, I, you know, I use the CO2. Even for the stainless steel ones, you get some, uh, like, Ceramark, the Brilliance <laughs> laser inks. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, there it is. There you go. It's, uh, yeah. Is it? It's it's a little it stays on there pretty good. I'm assuming the brilliance. Yeah, I have great. I've had great experience with it. I don't know about <laughs> Rick. Um, no, Rick. I have. I haven't used it yet. Uh, oh I, uh, man, I only got it because it was recommended by you, and mm -hmm. so I'm gonna. I was gonna test that out on a stainless steel, and see what kind of trouble I could get into. It. <laughs> I, I really do think that it works well. I huh. I you can you can sand it off. So if you get oh, like yeah. if you get like hundred grit sandpaper, you can sand it away. But it's not going to wash off in like the dishwasher or like rub off over time like a paint. So um, <laughs> you know it's kind of like a middle ground. Is is it as good as like marking it with the fiber? No, but you're not gonna. I mean, maybe you can get like a Z mark on the tumbler. That would be really cool. But I haven't tested that out yet. So that I, would be the only alternative. I did a, uh, and I'm presuming Z Mark is uh, where it kind of discolors the the, or I, I guess discolors uh, needles. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that black defocus. black mark heat pass. Yeah, yeah the uh, defocused one that I we do on the channel. On a, yeah. I'm trying to remember where it is because I've kind of lost track. I've been moving my shop around a little bit. I've had the late, my CO2 since June 15th of last year. And nice. I think I've, and I think I've changed out. Oh, I've moved things around about five to eight times since I got it. And then whenever I got the fiber, I had to move everything around again. I mean, so, Rick, I do, are you working uh, in a storefront out of your own garage? Out of my own garage. Your, your business is set up through yeah. your garage. Struggle yes. is real. Probably like um, most of us listening. Yeah. I so, can't afford uh, a storefront. I'm not that rich. <laughs> Let me ask you this: um, since you're, you said Bastrop. Yes, absolutely. I'm in. I'm in Round Rock, so we're right there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I knew you were from Texas. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this: how how did your CO2 handle the heat? Because as you can see, I'm in the garage, and I've 
probably should be getting a tank soon. Yeah. So, um, with you know, every I don't know how what kind of CO two you have, and I presume that you've got a, a, a chiller on it or CW um, series. Probably going to get one of those. I don't have one yet, but I am. Tony, uh, Tony's okay. shopping right now. He's shopping at the moment. Yeah. Um, for me, it is literally like in the last few weeks, it's been a pain in the ass. I, I do have a special solution that I got from AP and it keeps it about, oh, between four and five degrees above ambient temperature. I have like Hmm. a little thermometer, um, that's attached to it. I do not run my laser over a hundred degrees. Matter of fact, I don't run it over 90. Um, but you mean 90 in ambient temp in your garage? Okay. Yeah. And I do have like right now I've got the garage door open, so it's a nice cool morning. I would take, uh, for me, I would take advantage of the cool mornings and what have you. It hasn't given me any problems. Uh, last year, whenever I was running it and of course our big free, lovely freeze, Yes, red red as normal weather for y'all up north. (laughs) Oh no, we suffered. Yeah, it was I, big time. I, I closed down shop. I put on my Facebook page, "Hey, we're shut down." I was, I yeah. mean, even though my garage did not get below freezing, it is well insulated. I do not run it that cold. So, yeah. I remember so- our our first winter when I was in the garage, and this is normal for us up here in the north. And uh, it's it's sketchy, man, because the last thing you want in those machines is for the pipes to freeze. The second that water freezes in the tube, man, the tube's no good. Um, which be really... That's what I, that was going to be my follow-up is how did it yeah. do in the cold in Texas since you're from oh, Texas? It, I mean, you know, like I said, it didn't drop below freezing. I was monitoring it even whenever I had the garage door open, checking out the snow and everything. It was very nice. uh I would have engraved in that type of weather, but I did not want to run the risk because I think it got into the, with the garage door down and everything, I think it got down into the 40s, 50s in here, even though it was in the freezing zone outside. Did you know if you wanted to have a fiber from the start when you started setting up your business or did it come across after you started getting requests for customers that you couldn't meet? It was more along the lines of lasering. I mean, let me let me back up a little bit because it starts out that I started out with a slow forge. I mean, a glow forge. Ah, he mm. says slow forge. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it was one of those things of it was a natural progression. I knew I wanted I wanted to see what this was if it was a gimmick. Did I sell a lot with the slow forge? I mean, glow forge? No, I'll be point blank honest, but I knew that that was not going to be the uh, direction that I wanted to do it. I mean, I sold a couple of things, you know, not really a big thing, but it, it happened. Then I started looking for lasers and then my quest for uh, a CO2 and I was looking, I wasn't really looking at the, the Chinese market. Mm. And it, it was not a dig at them. Mm-hmm. It's just that I had nobody to talk to about the stuff. Yeah, same here. And one, so, of the, one of the things I'm really hoping to do with the channel is help people skip a bunch of those steps and purchases that they probably could have skipped when they, they knew what they wanted. You know, I feel like you knew what you wanted. And you had to buy a lot of things in order to like kind of get to that end result. And I'm hoping that we can kind of bring people and, and jump them like five of those steps yeah. and right. save them all of that money from all of those little purchases and just get them the thing that they need to do the job that they want to do. Um, yeah. So I'd be because I, I did the same thing. You know, you're just like incrementally buying these things that are slightly better and better each time. That's a lot Ooh. of money, man. It, it adds up, you know, to get where you're going. I mean, even with my laser, I mean, I could have bought uh, potentially a nice Chinese laser and probably a JPT or a Macron uh, 50 
and still had money for inventory. Right. You know, it was one of those types of purchases. However, comma, I, I would have missed out. I think the largest, uh, I mean, uh, the first job that I did on this laser was a shovel handle. Hmm. And yeah, and but I would not have been able to do it unless I had an absolute large bed on a CO2. And even mm -hmm. then it was it would be kind of questionable. Right. This one, I just moved my Z table out of the way, clamped it down on a uh, folding table and went to work on it. Yeah. Was that a was that a job for a customer? Yes. How and, um how is that for are you so do you find you are you having the most success on like social media for finding customers or are you doing other things to capture a local market? I, okay, social media I absolutely love and the reason why I say that is I've got a spice company that I do their uh, tumblers for. Um, oh nice. Nice. And I, I, it all started out with a giveaway. I'm like, hey, you know, I want to throw in uh, two 30-ounce uh, tumblers. They're pretty cool. And I got one of my mistakes right here. No, wait a minute. This was fiber testing. That's right. I was seeing how big I could get away with. Uh, mm -hmm. without, you know, a, that, without a rotary, just in one shot. Right. You're right. just a, that's just about S, max. Yeah, that's just about S and G, but it worked pretty good. I mean, I was pleasant, and then I went in for deep engraving just for giggles. So you were doing but, a giveaway. Yeah, I was doing a giveaway, and then you know the guy sent over his graphics. I do do do, you know, got it in there and got it laser engraved. I had problems with it being egg shaped, and I was you know, monkeying around and was able to contract it a little bit to where it would fit perfectly, you know, be perfectly round. And then I started getting all these round mm -hmm. um, graphics and I'm like, crap, just leave me alone with that. <laughs> but um, that I, uh, he's been my best customer ever since nice. that free, gi free giveaway. And that was done on Facebook. Yeah. And, but I mean, I, I am a member of the Bastard Chamber of Commerce, um, and I've done some work for them, and I do get some business from them. I've done, uh, you know, I get, I would say a good portion of my business comes from either the chamber, uh, Facebook, or um, um, Google Business. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. So, yeah, that was the next thing I was going to ask is, have you taken the time to set up a, like, Google My Business, Google Maps page? Uh, if yeah. so, are you, like, getting reviews? Um, that, it, it's it's hit and miss. I mean, legitimately, I don't I don't push my business the way that I should. Um, I just go out and, you know, here I am. And a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, yeah. I do get uh, a lot of customers that um, uh, they uh, they hear about me. They, you know, I got my. I think my furthest contact with a customer, and I'm fixing to do a boatload of knives for him, and he's over in Missouri. Hmm. Interesting. But, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I only ask because once we once we started, I, I really kind of adopted like a Google Maps centric strategy here. And that's 90 percent of my business comes from that now, um, because we show up first on the map thing. If you type in laser engraving near me into Google, we're first on the list. And then people see we have 86 five star reviews. My next closest competitor is like five, you know, and it's just because of when I get the customers that are happy with their work and I can see it visibly like in their eyes when they're looking at it. I just say, Hey, you know, can you jump on Google maps and leave us a review and they do it. And uh, that's really snowballed like really, really fast. So mm -hmm. it's definitely something that I recommend to everybody, but I've not on the other side of things. I, and granted I'm not pushing my business as hard as I should in this arena. Uh, I don't have the same kind of like Facebook notoriety that a lot of these laser companies are like really, really big on Facebook. And I just don't, I can't strike that market. 
Yeah, in, 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 in Facebook world, uh, from what I've found, and some of y'all others can confirm it, it, it it's, a, it's a double-edged sword. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're forced to kind of add stuff, add stuff. Even with Facebook business, they'll send out reminders. Hey, boost this post or, hey, do, you know, let your customers know what you're doing now. And I'm like, dude, I'm raving right now. Leave me the heck alone. <laughs> um, but, you know, in the same breath, you know, and I, I don't have notoriety even on Facebook. I mean, I do, but I don't. But I have found that sometimes a niche, like for me, I'll do barbecue stuff. Um, I've done cutting boards. It's and, Texas. All yeah. we know is barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, I do cutting boards. I do, uh, the, uh, I've got a board that has Dia de los Muertos, what I did. Mm-hmm. And, I've got it on my my Facebook page, and that that turned out sick. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just it's one of those things, and it was actually for a nice one of my customers that, I, that one of my constant customers. She brought up, she goes, "Hey, I need to do a Dia de los Muertos uh, cutting board," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Okay, too easy." Yeah, it's for yeah. this lady's seventieth birthday. Oh, nice. What? Okay, and you know, so I'm, I'm found this nice, elegant type of um, of uh, old, you know, bones, nice hat, you know, kind of a classy type of uh, skull deal. And I threw it in with the normal sugar skulls and what have you, and it was like, here, let me just throw this in here, see what they. And she goes, I like that one. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, is there, you know, and even right before I was engraving, I'm like, this is your last chance. Once I get into the wood, it's done. It's over with. And um, she goes, send it. All right. <laughs> Have to it. Let's yeah. go. So I'm at a, uh, did a, a show in Bastrop for a patriotic festival. And I get this, and I had this, this bigger one that I did on a round. And a lot of the, the people were walking around. They're like, oh, that's cool. Look at the detail. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is actually pretty cool and everything, blah, 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 blah. And one guy bought it off of me. Wow. I mean, I, I severely un, undercharged him. It was one of those things of, damn it, now i got to buy some more wood and build, you know, go ahead and do it. But. You know, it, it was one of those things. I enjoyed That's the great. heck out of it. So have you like, have you like officially integrated the fiber into your business at this point? Yes. Yes, I have. In fact, this was one of my initial offerings. Oh, very oh, nice. Cool. Is that a, is that like a polymer case? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great detail on that. That looks really, yeah. really good. This is my my little humidor. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's like a pelican case. Yeah. 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 You. Yep. You. You seem to have like really nailed the tan mark on that too. It's nice yeah. and bright. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, and. You know. Yep. Yep. Looks like a steel white finish, maybe. Yeah. Definitely. If you haven't seen, not to like advertise the channel right now, but if you haven't seen the Z Mark video with the, I think it's called like Unreal Black Mark on Steel or something like that, definitely watch that one too. Because the Z Mark on the knives, man, is just Mm -hmm. like, uh, it's the way to go. And you don't have to worry about them corroding or anything like that. Um, So that's a a really awesome video for that. I definitely did see that one. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and I've still got to get you know, all the settings transferred over. Totally, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally. A, a patron member. Yeah. So if you guys are, are listening along instead of watching, uh, Rick's just showcasing some of his fiber work uh, on a Pelican case. Uh, some really nice uh, tan markings on that, and as well as uh, looked like a a good 
white finish on some stainless steel knives. Um, good stuff. Rick, uh, I heard you mention that you got some training. Um, and I think most of us have kind of just, you know, taken the bull by the horns and done it by themselves and tried to figure it out. And then when you hit a wall, you ask the community for help or someone else. Um, when you got your training, was it from AP laser for the CO2 or the fiber? And what was that process like getting training from like the manufacturer from, from whoever you got it from? With AP laser and I, and I did get training from both, uh, both companies. I went through separate company, uh, separate company for my fiber. Okay. Um, so with AP laser, I got like eight hours of training and, you know, Corel and what have you. And of course I had to set up the machine, get all the mirrors aligned, mm -hmm. um, put the dang thing together, which was fun. Um, yeah, I, I basically had, I mean, before I even got the class, I was already attempting to do, uh, stuff on my AP laser. Was it virtual training or was there like yeah, an in-house? I had ordered my laser in February 20th of last year. Ooh, right before. So uh, mm -hmm. I didn't get it until about June 15th of wow. last February year. February to June. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was Before. just a, uh, that, that was just a huge, and I think I got my training. Ooh, let's call it about September, October. By that time, I was already producing stuff. I didn't have the skill set per se, but it was one of those things of, of um, you know, I I would go on to the uh, the user group that they had and ask for help. And uh, it, the user group, it's much like on here. You, know, you go in, you ask a uh, uh, question, and people will point you in the right direction. Okay. It, and I'm not the type of person that um, I'm going to have you all do my work for me. I, I, mm -hmm. you know, I want you to explain the process as to how everything is going to happen, what is going to happen, and go from there. So would you um, say that you got, did you get more value out of the user group that was tied to the training or the training itself? I mean, how useful was the, the training experience for you? The training experience, they were dealing with Corel Draw and Arden Works. And, and in that respect, I was learning a little bit more. Um, it was kind of almost a 50-50 uh, type of thing, I think. Um, the, the one thing is with the, with the actual training from the uh, company was the fact that um, they were able to show me virtually. They could say, all right, this, you know, they're seeing my screen and, you know, here it is. Oh, so it was like a remote session. It wasn't just yes. like videos. Yeah. You're actually talking to somebody doing a screen oh, share nice. and right. following along. Yeah. Okay. So, so that oh, was, cool. that was dealing with the AP laser. Now, before I found out about all these uh, JPTs, Mactrons, and all that other fun stuff, I went to a little company out of San Antonio and picked up my fi my fiber. They had a one week session that was included ah. into my laser. The purchase. purchase. I think I know what company you're talking about. I just can't remember the name. San Antonio Laser Engraving. I think so. Yeah, it sounds. It was one out of San Antonio that I recall. Mm -hmm. I mean, arguably the machine is nice. I like it. Um, whenever I went into the classroom, I worked on a machine and I took that machine home at the end of the week. Nice. Right. So right. Um, you actually now, got the local exposure to it versus right. the virtual session. You got right. the work on it. They showed you face to face and then you took it home. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm still learning on it, and you know, and it's one of those things of the 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 pricing. Yes, it's way up there for a 30 watt. I'm not going to lie. Compared to some of the things that y'all are showing me on uh, Discord and even on the um, 
Patreon and YouTube channels, it was way overly priced. Um, but I was able to get, you know, something that most people that get into the community don't understand, and that's training. I mean, I've had tra- I, I, the only training in software that I've had was, I mean, legit training was um, Inkscape. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, th- and that's one of the, the things that they offered over there and EasyCAD too. Yeah, well, that kind of training is, is almost priceless because, you know, you could have the laser. And if you don't know how to use it, then it it's a brick. So it, 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 Yeah, you're, you're not using it to its full potential. Oh, yes, it, very expensive. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're getting it from China or if you're getting it stateside. Yeah. It is an expensive paperweight. And even my slow forge, I, I, I thought I was going to be using it, but it, you know, I basically haven't. Did you offload it, or is it still uh, still in your shop? Uh, I've got it in storage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cold storage. I, I, yeah, well, actually, hot storage. But I digress. <laughs> that sucker is heavy. Oh my god! I bet. What but, has been your your favorite thing to uh, work on between the CO two and the fiber? Do you have like a favorite material that you like just really enjoy working on, or certain <laughs> customer jobs? Each one, each laser I've done has been a. Uh, I have special jobs on each one. Um, on my AP laser, I have a. Um, I did a forty-seven by fifty-three inch um, piece of uh, glass. That's tempered huge. glass. That I slid underneath it and did the Star Trek logo on it. Wow. And that, I mean, you know, that was the largest thing next to my Jack Daniels barrel that I did in the lid. Hmm. Um, There's been some bittersweet stuff done on it. Um, You know, we had an uh, APD officer that was killed and... um, in the line of duty, first one in about three, five years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just did, um, I knocked out about 20 of them no time on um, the fiber. Mm. Right. And that that was, I mean, outside of the my humidors that I do, I mean, that, that one was bittersweet, but it came out beautifully on there it's always it's always kind of a shock when you go from the co2 world to the galvo world and you see hmm. what the galvo can do and the speed at which you are completing projects it's uh it's it's jarring frankly it's jarring as i'm really excited to um get that the co2 galvo machine and 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 use that because we're going to be doing like the wooden stuff at that speed i was looking at that co2 galvo that you got everything Mm -hmm. looked like a fiber yeah, it's the, it's the same exact thing. It's the same exact setup, except instead of a fiber source generating a fiber wavelength beam, it's a CO2 source generating a CO2 wavelength That's beam. Crazy. But we're still bouncing that beam into right. galvo mirrors that are handling the work. It all, it all works and is controlled exactly the same way. The, the light that's coming out of it is just a different wavelength. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's going to be incredible to, to see CO2 work done. At that speed, yes. yep, same exact thing uh, as the UV, okay. just a different wavelength. Yep, that's that's why they look so similar because they use the yeah, same. I actually, I looked into seeing if you could just get a new, you know, laser source, uh, <laughs> just get the CO two, like the RF tube CO two, yeah, or get the UV. And I think the only thing you have to change out is the mirrors on your Galvo. Like some of them have a different coating for a certain freq- uh, wavelength range, and I, yeah. I don't have enough to like really give you guys info. But I was like. Well, if I've already got everything but the light source, can I could I change it out? And it, maybe the answer is maybe. Not a hard no yeah. yet. You're gonna you're gonna run into issues in the um, kind of the pre-Galvo arm at the top where the Galvo head sits because mm-hmm. this arm, the way that we have it on our fiber lasers right now, it's configured to just basically accept the end of the fiber optic cable. Yes, the collimator and the, at and the, the end. head with mm-hmm. a CO2 and a UV unit. 
all of the laser generation is done in that arm because those beams don't travel uh, through a fiber optic yeah. cable. It doesn't have so, the fiber optic. Okay. So through, you just yeah. that box where we have our fiber sources on CO2 and UV machines, that box is literally just a power supply. Everything else okay. is generated up that, in that arm. that arm. So you would need a much bigger armature casing in order to hold all those Aluminum components stock. And, and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Aluminum um, stock and so, you can make an arm. Yeah, I just, Mr. Mr. Make it over here. Just get some aluminum <laughs> stock. Yeah. Yeah. So right. that's. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get technical uh, no. in the middle of an interview, but uh, no, yeah, it's, good it's, to know. it's gonna be. It's gonna be really, really cool to have that in the shop and just see things that used to take me 20 minutes take me three. You know, I'm, I'm like really excited about that. So you'll be like me going from Glowforge to a, C, a real CO2 laser, going, wow. Because <laughs> I mean, I. I, 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 I look at the settings and I look at everything and, you know, and it's like, oh, my God, this is, I mean, one of my buddies in the in the group that I'm in, he was the one that initiated me onto the slow forge as far as calling it that. And it was like, right. I mean, first a, a piece of a eight by 12, it took over an, over an hour or two to do. And. And they're like diode the, speeds that you're working at. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. pretty much. And then I yeah. told them about this, and they just go into this, and it was like, oh, wow. That's 20 minutes? So, <laughs> so what is the uh, controller setup on that AP laser, by the way? I wanted to ask it's that a, earlier. It's a Ridia. Oh, okay. Ridia. Cool. So you're just using Lightburn? Yeah. Yeah, I'm using, nice. I've... As you know, whenever I went over to fiber, I had to go back to PC, and I, you know, I'm not going to be snobbish or anything like that. I just hate Windows 10. Yeah. Uh, it's a pain. I mean, I found that you know, for every day I'm having to go to settings, check for updates, download all these updates, and so I mean, it's you use. This is actually really interesting to me. So you use Lightburn on a Mac primarily? Yes. That's crazy. Oh, man. I didn't even know you could do that. That's awesome. Yeah, no. You can use uh, – Mac is um, is by. Um, it will do – actually, it's try. It will do Unix. It will do Mac. And it will do um, PC. I think it was Unix. I have to re, re, uh, look at that. So do you just use like boot camp and boot up into like a Windows install to do no. your EasyCAD stuff? Oh, native. No, 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 no. I, I had to get I had to move from my Mac, which had a twenty seven inch, uh, and it was like a two thousand ten, and it was because see when when I got my AP laser, it came with a laptop. Mm -hmm. Beautiful oh. thing. It, for those of you at playing at home, my suggestion is this. Doesn't matter what system you get, make sure you have a minimum of 16 gig of RAM available to you. Doesn't matter the computer system. I have this POS <laughs> um, laptop brick that would lock up on me doing RD works or even Corel Draw looking for a font mm -hmm. and i will it, those lenovo's it was a french canadian lenovo i will never ever buy one of those again if you like them i apologize but that's just that's just my thought no, thank process you. Um, i went to a 10 year old mac uh imac 27 inch i bought i mean that's how long it it's I've had it stole it from my kids and I uploaded light burn onto it. I ran it for at least six months to six to eight months before I had to be forced to buy um, an ASUS expert book off the of Sam's Club and for me to have a fiber laser. Mm, right. It That's is a RAM why, hog. It, it uses a lot of RAM. Yeah. 
And yeah, I had no idea that you couldn't use a Mac for a fiber laser. It's Windows or bust. Is what yeah. Yeah. Yep, EasyCAD is Windows only. Absolutely. Yep. I, for That's the Mac so users out there that only have Mac computers, Boot Camp is a viable option. And it's pretty Bootcamp easy to switch parallels. Parallels, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. those, are, those are your two real options. But now I have this 39-inch, or excuse me, 49-inch uh, screen. <laughs> and it, it, it's definitely nice. Oh, yeah, screen. I remember seeing the, uh, there's a photo of that on the Discord, the 49-inch screen. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, I, I was, I mean, we went over to Best Buy. We were on vacation over in San Antonio, and it was like my wife, my one of my kids goes, hey, Dad, look at this. Look at, oh, my God. Yeah, but that, that is big. huge. Mm-hmm. I mean. Just, just had it, to have it. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I was toying with the idea of getting one that was smaller. Um, I was looking at a 32-inch uh, curve. Because I'm like, that thing's almost $1,000. you got to be kidding me. No, no, no. Okay, we'll order it online. Um, <laughs> We're gonna and, get it anyways. And, and, and yeah. then I, then whenever it showed up, I turned into my parents. I, and I am somewhat tech savvy. It doesn't take a lot to scare me off, but I had a major old time, old timers disease moment, and I could. I mean, I was hooking it up. I was doing this. I was reading the, I was actually, I think I made the mistake I made is I was reading the instructions mm-hmm. and it was like, crap, I can't get this. What is, and my, and I'd hooked it up to, um, my iMac, um, pro and I was just checking stuff out on it. And my son comes in here over there and he goes, Hey, daddy, do this. Why the hell didn't they say this in the book? Mm. Cause all it was is I was only getting like maybe that much of the screen. Oh, oh yeah. Resolution. Like your aspect ratio or yeah. something yes. like that. They did not wrong, say yeah. I needed to change yeah. my aspect ratio and all that other fun stuff. And I'm like, I was so livid. But once you got past that point though, are, oh. are you finding that the 49 is good for, I mean, are you using it for your business? Like using, like having something for design up? Cause I have a 49 inch Samsung, right? So I got yeah, mine I just last one. year and I have <clears throat> space for, it's basically 227 inches side yeah. by side. That's a com- comparable, but I tend to go three. I use three smaller ones. And so I'll have like, for example, Illustrator up and then I don't know what I'm doing. So I have a YouTube video of someone showing me how to do what I'm doing. And then I have like notes or something. And it is, I say it's great for productivity because it is, but in my case, it's more of a distraction because I'm like clicking back and forth and then I forget what I'm doing and then I open <laughs> something else up. But how does it work I, I, for you? I, for me, I, I've limited myself. I've got enough windows open on my uh, internet browser to, um, <laughs> to do it, but... I, I usually have uh, two screens up. I've got one for design, and um, and I'll usually do design one at a time. But it's just having when I open up, and I'll have to take a picture and post it in, in Discord. It fills the entire screen, mm-hmm. whereas <clears throat> something like this will only go meh. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, that that's one of the downsides. And I don't know if it's dealing with like, like my YouTube videos. Why should it not fill up the screen? It's just the way the developers, they, they haven't put that aspect ratio in. Yeah, that's the ultra right. wide. Yeah. 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 Pillars of death. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it but legitimately, if I, if you were to go and buy two screens, to your point, twenty seven inch, uh, two twenty seven inches, it was probably six to seven hundred total. Add a couple of hundred more, and that would be 
this thing and it's all in one screen but i haven't measured i had all six windows up and i need to measure it just for giggles because it has like this little grid square setup and it's like trying to get you know figure out what each window would hold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, if you haven't but, used it before there's a a windows plugin or you know application called power toys power and toys you can, and especially if, if anyone has a curved monitor out there for what they're doing, um, you have that running and you can set up um, different workspaces. So I have one for, like I said, I have three different windows. So I have one that's slightly larger than the two smaller ones, very slightly smaller. Mm-hmm. And when I want one in one area, I hold the shift button and I put it at the top of the corner and it highlights that area and it snaps it to it. You don't have to worry about like resizing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Uh, I think it's Samsung. Windows 11 is natively doing it now. Natively, okay. Windows. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was something that I've got questions on, and I, you know, um, how does how does uh, Windows 11 affect EasyCat, or has anybody heard? No, that I'm, I'm using it. I use it Alex, did you change yeah, I, already? Yeah, I got Windows yeah, 11 every day. I use it every day, yeah. uh, and I. It's it's Windows 10 with a fresh coat of paint and a couple extra yeah. tools. It, it's pretty it nice. Works fine. Settings yeah. harder to find, like usual. Mm, no, they right. bury it more and more. Same every, they every are. Time. Don't lie to them. It's I don't awful. think so. I don't, they they I don't, completely I don't scrambled so. it. You're talking to a Dell employee over here, Tony. That you can't be trusted. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's fine. It's all right, but the, as nice... far as working working with EasyCAD no different because it's yeah, literally it's not thing. a it's not a different operating system it's the same operating system so you didn't have any issues when you updated it and break anything you didn't have to do anything with drivers just you didn't nope. notice anything it's all under the hood mm-hmm. nope i had other other parts of my computer system were far more concerning with that upgrade than my mm. easy cad experience so the, I as keep, far as laser engraving goes it's it's been absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal There's i keep onesies delaying and twosies my update because no, i'm just not ready don't do work it. but yeah it's yeah, it's, it's not like it. it's not like going from like eight to ten where they were like yeah. changing how the operating well, system functions they, yeah, they right. didn't they didn't do anything like that this time it's just a couple new rounded corners on some windows and a few new tools kind of built into the os mm-hmm. experience but the base operating system underneath that mask is exactly the same mm. so just do it so if you're it, eligible it has, for it just do it yeah, as an example, I can hover over, you know how you have the underscore, the top right corner, you got the X, the windowed, and then the minimize. If I hover over the windowed mode, it gives you that power tools menu, pretty much. Oh, you yeah. can do the snapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah just if you hover over it and it pops a window and you select what you want and it'll arrange it how you want it. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I like it. Yep. So... Well, um, we're coming up on an hour here, so I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it. We're going to let Rick get back to work. I'm sure One that more. we've all got a, a bunch of stuff to do. Um, I'm ready to do more coffee. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> coffee time, right? I think it's uh, I think it's time for me, too. So, um, Rick, where can people check out your stuff if, uh, if they wanted to find out more about what you were doing? Do you have uh, some social media they can hit you up on or a website? Yes. Yes, I am at DB Laserworks on Instagram and on Facebook, and um, I do have a website. It's not as kept up. Um, I'm stupid as far as that's concerned. I'm a trained monkey to load photos onto um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, But yeah, I'll try to post some stuff on Discord and the, the... either the CO2, whatever is applicable. Yeah, to we'd love what, to, we'd definitely love to see it. And it's, uh, it's DV laser works, right? Yes. Uh, Delta Victor. Yes. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so, you know, if you guys are interested in seeing what Rick is working on, go check out his stuff, follow him on social media and, uh, definitely come hang out with us in the discord. Uh, Rick's been really active there lately. We've been seeing a lot more from him. That's been, uh, that's been Make really, sure you really become cool. a Patreon member. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's worth no to be honest it's really worth yeah. it to be 100 uh, percent. yeah signing up for the patreon is a is a great way to support not only the podcast but our youtube channel and our community and uh all the other projects that we're working on you can find out more about that at uh, patreon.com slash laser everything and there is a link to the discord 
uh, in the description of the video or the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to join us over there, it doesn't cost anything and you're going to meet a lot of great people. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show, Rick. It's been amazing talking to you. Uh, my, my pleasure. And I hope this is the first of many shows that you're going to be doing. Absolutely. Yep. We're going to keep it going for outside a, of a Facebook long time. Live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, man. Have a great day. Thanks for coming by, Rick. Take care. Thank nice you. seeing you guys. Thanks, man. All right. Bye. Well, that's the end of the interview, guys. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you got some value out of uh, Rick's experience. It was a really great interview. What did you guys think? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it I actually great. learned a lot about you know what other people go through. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up here. We're at the end of the episode. Uh, that interview ran way longer than I thought it would, which is a good thing because we got we got a ton more information. So uh, we will uh, we will get back to the regular podcast next week and we'll check in with the uh the rest of us here uh before we go really quick um tacky you can be found at polygon printing on youtube and instagram excellent and uh tony where can people find out what uh you've got going on i the the company that i'm trying to send up is called etched ideas uh as of now i'm still working on a website but you can find me on discord and uh everything's linked Excellent, excellent. And uh, Patrick, where can people find your work and uh, what you're working on? All right. You can find three uh, 22 custom engraving and 3D prints at 3-22firearms.com. Also, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Very cool, very cool. Uh, and that's, uh, that, that's all we've got for today, guys. So thanks so much for watching if you're on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast app. If you can, rate and review. Don't forget to check out the Patreon if you'd like to support the show and the YouTube channel. It's patreon.com slash laser everything. And you can find out all about the rest of the cast and links to everything that we use in our shops at lasereverything.net. Uh, thank you guys again so much for coming by, and we will see you in the next one.